Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Our bodies is an extension of our subconscious mind. Patterns of your body are the patterns also of your mind. I think it's also like an invitation for true liberation of mind goes with the true liberation of the body. It's happening on stage as much as it's happening inside of you. Are you listening? Are you tuning in? Is it as beautiful as what you're watching? You know, can, can you perceive that beauty inside of you? What cosmic dances? Interweaving these two worlds of our, our background of dance and movement with mindfulness and seeing how we can create an environment and a journey and an experience in order for you to really viscerally tap into the physical body. Our mission is to, to impact and transform and, and elevate, elevate our potential as humans. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amrit Sandhu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple. It's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by great creation itself. To keep the good vibes flowing for myself and yourself, do us a solid. Subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired Keep evolving. This week's episode is profound. It's about movement. It's about body. Cosmic dances are really what the heart is at the heart of today's conversation and really recognizing just how important it is to honor movement, honor our bodies. You know, we have this really incredible technology that is our body. Um, both Rudy and Julia espouse dance they're incredibly world-class performers artists um, and yet they're making movement a priority to invite back into people's awareness and consciousness it can sound so 3d to just be discussing movement but you know their awareness is you know there is a choreographed dance that's going on about around amongst eight billion people 
on the planet in this dance that we call life together. There is one primordial life force and energy that's animating us all in this dance. And how do we learn to really connect deeply to the energy of life and, you know, in flower movement and dance of life to inform our presence, to live a richer, fuller life. A lot of their work is about human potential and how to harness movement and your subconscious mind through your awareness of your body into moving into life in greater and more flowy and healed and whole and beautiful and yeah just more harmonious ways hey there inspired spirits at the time of this recording only 94 percent of you that are actually returning to watch a second or a third or a fourth video here on the inspired evolution podcast are actually subscribed. I can't tell you how much it genuinely helps everything we're trying to achieve with promoting positivity in the world through your subscription. Every time you hit subscribe, it helps us grow the platform. It lets guests that want to come onto the show know that you know it is worth their time to take the time out to carve out a conversation like the ones that you're enjoying here on the Inspired Evolution podcast. My personal commitment to you is as the show grows, you know, more and more quality, more and more conversations, richer and richer things will flow around here. That is my absolute commitment to you. To be completely transparent, as we grow and when we finally get to that 100,000 subscriber mark, currently we do two episodes a week. I'm looking forward to getting us to about three episodes a week so we can really keep the juju going and flowing at an even greater level. And all of that is enabled by you taking the time to hit subscribe, hit that bell notification. So if you can, Please take a moment, take a moment, come on, take one sec, quick sec, <laughs> hit subscribe and hit that bell notification icon. It helps so much more than I can say. Thank you so much. Yo! Welcome back to the Inspired Evolution. And today we have with us Inspiring Our Evolution. There's a lot of movement in today's episode. We have with us Julia Robert and Rudy Cole. Julia, Rudy, how are you there? Hi, Amrit. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here with you. Oh, man, it is such a treat. Such a treat to have you both here. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've done an episode with two for the price of one. I am Indian, and so I do love a good bargain. It's really great having you both here. And uh, for those that are tuning, tuning in to Rudy and Julia for the first time, please give me two secs. Let me do the honours. Um, they're renowned for integrating modern physics and Eastern mysticism into what is, I guess it's called dance language, but really there's a whole... I want to use the word trip around movement. It does feel like a journey. Every piece of content of yours that I found online is an, like, is an intimate dialogue into it's captivating. Um, you guys explore the depths of human potential and consciousness. You're weaving ancient rituals and rhythm into your movement. Um, you're the founders of the WeFlow experience um, and recently pioneering what is this um, – movement that you've called humanhood which i'm looking forward to diving deep into today i guess i wanted to start from a place where a little bit of background and i'm conscious that there's two of you so yeah how did because i guess for me i'm like mr meditation in some ways and meditation is this epic thing in my life that's brought me a lot of profound insights it's helped me heal it's helped me shift but one of the things I can I often say to you know people that I'm teaching meditation to is just come into stillness. If you don't know how to meditate, 
just come into stillness and just sit, you know. Um, sometimes I jokingly say, let's just sit in your shit. Um, but just to sit and feeling into just the profundity of stillness. I found myself saying a couple of times that, you know, the stillness actually can be quite a profound awareness to cultivate because from that stillness it can inform the movement in your life better. It seems like you guys have taken this sort of nugget that I carry to the nth degree, not that I gave it to you, but your relationship with movement as a spiritual expression slash practice um, is unique, I would somewhat argue. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys can give us an insight as to where that started, how you cultivated that. I know it's a pretty open question, but um, yeah, movement as a spiritual practice. How did that come to be in your awareness? It's beautiful that you say that, Amrit, because um, we always say to our dancers, to ourselves, to the people that come to, to our workshops, that stillness, the quality of your stillness is the quality of your movement. Like you would think that, you know, dancers are able to, to move beautifully and they're able to stand still, but no, in fact, like there's, as normal people, like they're itching and sort of like fidgeting around. And one of the things that we train with our dancers is how can you be truly present in your body when you're still? So I wanted to share that with you because when you spoke about stillness, it was like our our movement approach comes from the base of being super present in your stillness. So then you can receive the movement. And as you receive the movement, then you're moved into time and space. But that stillness, that place of listening is very important for our practice. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of the history, how we kind of got to this place. So when Julia and myself met, um, it was very much a state of play. It was how we were interplaying between each other. How was that informing our individual practices? And how we were slowly cultivating this collective language that we were building together. And inside of the, the, the dance world, if you will, because we have our own dance company, human and dance company, there's always this, or in the beginning, there was this stimulation towards what's unique for us. And in the beginning, there was a lot of reduction. So we would be in the studio and it would be like, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not do that either, because this was where we were informed or kind of conditioned from our previous training. And come COVID and come lockdown, it was a great moment for, I think, a lot of us to have that essence of introspection and to look within and, and to say, well, what, what is it truly that, that, that glues this inner world with the expression that we have of our physical bodies? And that's where this we were starting to sort of mold and shift and, and shape this idea of this triangle of ancient mysticism, modern physics and the physical body. Um, there's like, we can, we can open up that, but yeah, kind of like... open it up a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. For us, like, if you see, like Rudy was talking about the triangle, is that one of the angle is modern science. I started a physics degree before going into dance. I always say that I went from the theory to the practice. Um, yeah, I thought it was it's so trippy trying to follow from your journey from physics 
to movement, but then also like how much spirituality is impregnated into your movement understanding in a way. Sorry, please. You were talking. I interrupt. Well, yeah, it's true because, you know, I, I thought that doing like a physics degree will get me all the answers to all my questions. And I realized that actually it just got me more questions and like almost literally no answers. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to dance in the questions. I'm going to just, you know, experience the questions themselves. They might actually have the answer in them as I fully dive into the experience. So that's when I say like, okay, I went from theory to practice, but so that's like one of the one of the angles is uh, modern science and if you see like modern science like look at the observable universe for answers it looks at what is outside what is empirical what can be observed and tested and then the other triangle which is ancient mysticism looks within for for answers so goes within to find that connection that knowing and then these two, these sort of two angles join down into the third angle, with, which is the body. And for us, the body is like this illusionary barrier between the outer world and the inner world. And so this is like the, the essence of what this triangle means for us. Because even recently, thank you so much for sharing that, I was nerding out on, um, on skin. And I was really just tripping out on the role that the skin really has to play, right? Like from a body's perspective, like it keeps this meat suit sort of protected, but then also it is somewhat, it's like the largest organ in our body, but it also interacts with our external environment. And it's this real, yeah, membrane, I guess. And I do, we don't really look at it as a membrane. We sort of just look at it as this sort of, oh yeah, my skin, you know, and it's this external, we look at it more like a shell rather than, you know, the way you described it just then already starts to make the the body feel porous is probably not the right word, but it feels more porous the way you're already articulating and the invitation that's coming in um, at this point in the conversation. So that was going to be one of my questions today is when I start feeling into your work, I start to really spiral in into this um the body being somewhat of like a 3d printout of how human consciousness is animating itself rather than the body being this animatory thing um yeah can you guys describe that because i've obviously done the research (laughs) into you guys but i think the audience listening in needs to be brought along on the journey a little bit so maybe you guys can describe yeah, your awareness around the body um, and human consciousness and how the body is um, an expression of consciousness. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So we we always say that the body is a portal. And we understand the body as a portal. And that happened actually since, I mean, our own experience, but also like training professional dancers at a very high level. We start to understand that the way they connected with the practice, the movement practice that we were sharing, they were connecting from a soul, a soul reference, not just I'm training as a dancer and I have to put my body here and here and it gets very physical orientated. They were connecting with our movement as of a person, a soul level. And so that's when we started to realize that um, 
what we were doing was beyond the physicality of the body. So the, the physicality of the body is like, if you, if you wish, like the door, the door to them, the other that these other dimensions where consciousness exists. And from that consciousness, then the body receives the movement and then is moved into, into space. But if you like taking also ideas from, from physics, like um, this dual um, wave particle, so particles, we're made of atoms, and it's, our atoms are particles that can behave like a particle. So you can see it, you can locate it, but at the same time, they behave like wave. And so our body is made of that. And a wave is like all potentials in all spaces at all times, like instantaneously. And so sometimes like if you, the, the right term in physics is like when you're in the particle, which is your body and you focus on that, that's when you, you can localize, like your logic mind can localize the door. If you don't see the door, then you don't know where, where is that door to go into that, that consciousness, that infinite awareness, where is the door? And so that logic mind can focus on your physicality, the body, the door, which is here now, is the localized consciousness. And then when you tap into that, and then as you were saying, the skin, you dissolve your inner space with the outer space. It's like that particle is expanding into all directions, 360 degrees all around itself, out into the speed, an infinite speed. That means that it takes no time to go into all places of the universe. So you become that wave in all, you basically, your body becomes a body of the universe or the body of source or the body of God, as you wanted to say. And so the portal, the door was the physicality. And then the, the, the other side of it was the body of the universe. You can go different ways. Yeah, yeah there's, so many, there's so many different ways. And I think one thing to, to highlight is that it's, it's a growing journey for us as well, this, this element of understanding, articulating, and experiencing the, the reality of, of both of consciousness and the, physical, and the physical body and our relationship to our own physical body. We all have one. So we say that everyone is a dancer. If you can blink your eyes, you're dancing. That is the essence of movements. That's the essence of dance. So we already start to open up this idea of, of play. We understand the concepts of, of cosmic dancing, the, the dance of the stars, the dance of the cosmos. And if we can see it outside of ourselves, then there's, it only means that it exists within ourselves as well. And that can be the pulse of your heart or the lungs expanding or contracting or the cerebral spinal fluid going up and down your spine. There's so much dance happening with inside of the body that we can turn into the body and use that as the, the access to this idea of, of consciousness and, and elevating consciousness. Because, and I mean, as you said in the very beginning and you were saying stillness, stillness in essence uh, requires a state of listening and ultimately we can use our body to listen and we can use our bodies to, to access that point of stillness. I just wanted to bring it back to what you were saying about stillness because it's, it is, I think it's very important to, to have um, a, a very, almost like in your face. I really like moments where it's in your face and you can't remove yourself from information. And it's like the physical body is something you can't really remove yourself from. It, we're with it all the time. So 
let's use it and let's deal with it. Yeah, it's a um, I love the way you're describing that as well because yeah, they they say right the um, the jewel on the healthy man's head is the crown that only the um, only the sick can see, you know, um, the crown on the on the healthy man's head and. Yeah, I think this relationship we have with our body is and a very interesting dance because yeah, learning to honor it um is yeah, in some ways it didn't come with a manual, right? Um, but in other ways there are things that are intuitively present, which, you know, I think the word intuition is definitely worth inviting into this conversation with us because of so much of your work feels like it is animated from an intuitive space um or sources from an intuitive space maybe you guys can help me articulate that better i shouldn't put words in your mouth (laughs) um yeah the um yeah the um yeah feeling into yeah just the the opportunity that we have to like you just described like really meet our bodies um, and just even just the nature that they hold for us in terms of, you know, like thoughts can come and go, emotions can come and go, your body's hella present with you, you know, um, and when you're going through something, like if you're going through sickness or if you're going through illness, touch wood, you know, I don't wish that upon anybody, but it brings you back into this visceral, like primary, primal sort of interface with like, oh yeah, this is right in front of my face, it's with me right now this is actually what you were saying before as well, like localized and this is my local experience. Um, We'll definitely talk more about movement and I want to sort of leverage this point to sort of say your relationships with body honoring, like, you know, how do you guys go about inviting people into honoring their bodies? Um, Because I'm sure that's probably a, a foundational place to start. in moving into movement because I'm sure as dancers you probably had more injuries than I can count um but yeah anyway <laughs> yeah I'm oh, sorry I'll leave that as the question beautiful yeah like we we always either start our sessions or finish our sessions with a sentence we always ask everyone to answer in their own way for their own bodies and is the sentence is thank you body for and I think the body holds such a wisdom. Like we don't think about our hearts beating. We don't think about our cells regenerating. We don't think about our nails, our hair growing. We don't think about how can we, like, how are we seeing? How can we reach? How can I even move that? You know, I, I've, I have the intuition and then it, it happens. And there's so much wisdom, like our body is a walking miracle there's no technology machine out there that can reproduce that and so this is the highest technology that exists this body is our highest technology more than a phone more than a computer more than anything this is the technology we should be like focusing on you know we get so much screen time and then it's like let's get some body time and tune into this super you know inner power that we have and you know we always like the masters of the ages always say like the bindu point is within the master is within the buddha is within the christ is within and 
I think the body is just ready to release release that wisdom. It's just like when are we going to listen, be still and listen. And of course, like you said at the beginning, there's all this sort of like flush of emotions that come. All this emotion is energy emotion that's been like just installed and stored in our body for even generations. And so can we sit in that center, in that super center line of ourselves and listen to that and then let that move and flow until the energy is reclaimed and then the body can start speak through that. But I think the most important thing is listen to the body. If he listens to the body, we listen to the body the... <laughs> together collectively. <laughs> the invitation. <laughs> we are like when you say like we master that walking, like we how when we are born and we don't even know like how to use this body, like we don't even know how to. It's all about play and discovery, and we put things in our mouth and and we fall. How many times we fall to walk? Like we. We, not, we never went from like crawling to then look at, you know, mommy or daddy and say, oh, that I like that. I want to walk in my two feet and then just standing up and walking perfectly smooth. Not how many times we have to fall over and over and over and take risk with our body, like take risk with our physicality. And here with you always say we're master at falling over. And it's true how many times we have to fail to walk. Hey, you're Inspired Tribe. I want to take a quick sec. I wanted to share something today with you that is really dear to my heart. And it's actually what keeps the entire ecosystem around the Inspired Evolution thriving my one-on-one coaching. So it's basically coaching that helps you live a spiritually aligned life. I coach people from all different types of walks of life. That These people are leaders and they're looking to have an incredible spiritual impact in the lives that they're leading for themselves and then also lead in alignment to their values. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. Here's a few people that have also transformed through my coaching and here's what they have to say. Amrit is a fantastic coach. In a few sessions, he got to a depth that I'd only experienced before working with certain medicines. And He's gone through a lot of the struggles that you're probably facing. Then my corporate banking job wasn't really doing it. You feel like you're not making progress towards your goals. And Amrit's been a really strong, supportive figure in my journey. I'm more in control of myself. I'm kinder to myself. I actually have that vision and a purpose. I do feel like I'm a better version of myself already. Amazing energy. He was easy to talk to, which made me easy to trust him. Working with Emirate at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning and really I was bouncing out of bed. Whenever I get off the calls with Emirate, best money we've ever spent. <laughs> I would not recommend him because I don't want everyone to know about him and then I won't be able to book him. If he gets too busy, I won't get my turn. I would say absolutely. There's no way you can work with Amrit for a period of time without being transformed. So if you're considering him as a coach, do not hesitate because you won't be disappointed. As you guys can see, there's a lot of people all over the world from all these different corners experiencing incredible transformations. I don't think, if I can say humbly myself, that there is anything quite like this somewhere else online. Most people that you know have channels that you know grow and grow and grow don't really focus on one-to-one offerings. I have just found that it is the most profound space where you can bring yourself in a private container and really just share what's going on for yourself. And if you want to book in for that call with me, touch base, it's www amrit.coach forward slash life that's www.amrit 
dot c-o-a-c-h forward slash l-i-f-e there is a link in the show notes below to book in that call and yeah if you want to take your journey further if you want to dive in deeper and you really want to live a spiritually aligned life if it's for you please do check it out and without too much further ado once again for your spirit for yourself today's podcast i um i turning into rudy's work was um also yeah just feeling into how deep yeah, just your relationship with movement, sound, dance, music is woven in, Rudy, because, yeah, you were describing, even as a baby, <laughs> like, the music would be on, and then Rudy would be on, and then the music would stop, and, the mu- and then Rudy would stop. Can you describe that a little bit for us, just your, your, yeah, just how early on you feel like your relationship with music, sound, dance really presented itself? Yeah, yeah so the, the, the story goes... I mean, when my mum told me, I was like, oh, okay, this is, yeah, it's been with me for a while. So I would be in the pram or the cot, as if you call it where you are in the world. And we'd be walking past the shop, you know, just on the high street. And then I'd start dancing when we'd hear the music inside of the store. And then when the music had faded out, I'd just stop and I'd be still. And then I'd hear music and then my body would keep going again. And I have this real, this real connection with rhythm. Rhythm seems to be this this interlink. We actually say that I'm very rhythmic and Julia's very melodic. And we, we interweave that into our creations and the way that we understand music. And I'll say, but it's here. And Julia say, but it's not here. And I'll say, it is, it's on this couch. And then she'll say, no, but listen to the music. It's like a little bit later. And I completely missed it because I'm not listening to the melody. I'm listening to the rhythm. But I love the, the essence of, of rhythm and vibration and, and how that changes, mm. how that can inform the physical body and how that can inform states of mind. So we all understand um, chanting. Um, let's think about it from a sonic point of view uh, as, as what, we're, what we're receiving and how the eardrums are vibrating in the body. So chanting or you have sound baths or even you listen to your favorite music, it, it can change your physical state, it can change your emotional state, it can change your spiritual state. And if you, you really think about the, or, or you're conscious of the, the frequencies, if you will, that you're connecting to, and that you're listening and you're engaging with, they can change your physical body. And I think that what I'm understanding from my younger self is that allow my body to be moved by the music. So allow my, my, my body to be influenced by, my, by the music. So instead of me coming from a rational place of, okay, what instruments are playing or, you know, are they, are, are they working to a click or are they just playing live music or is it electronic or how does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? and allow your body to interpret it. And it might not be that the body physically expresses itself, but you can feel something from it. Thanks so much for sharing that. And there's a couple of things that come to mind there. Firstly is, um, yeah, the, you know, taking the yoga lessons off the yoga mat, you know, taking what you've just shared out of the dance studio and into life and just recognising just, you know, allowing the music to move us and that actually so much of life is an auditory experience you know like we moved from the city and further closer to nature and there's birds you know and I found myself coaching my dog yesterday she was like barking at the birds and I'm like wait 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 just just listen just learn to listen you don't have to bark at it like 
enjoy it? Can you enjoy it? And she's like, and I watched her go through a whole process. <laughs> she was just like, uh, she just came out of surgery. So she's actually much more receptive than she normally is. Normally she's a bit more pig headed, but, um, but yeah, just taking those lessons off of the, the yoga mat into the world, taking them out of the dance studio and just recognizing that actually there is, the music's always on in some way. Um, and that, you know, one of my favorite sort of contemplations in the meditative space is, you know, they describe that the, um, like in some understandings that, um, the sound, the, the seed mantra Aum is like, we believe is it like is in spirituality, Hindu spirituality, I should say, um, that like reality is an illusion. It's Maya. And you guys actually speak to this in your work as well. Um, dancing with the illusion and yeah, your relationship with it and Orm being kind of the mechanical were from the projector screen that is projecting reality into existence. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, you're going back to that seed mantra which is like oh, which is like the projector and just recognizing that actually there's always sound present informing our being our experience as we're walking out into what's going on and then you start to recognize just yeah you know you start to build a bit of a relationship I think cities are amazing but then also you know just the subconscious sort of stress that's also presented from clang clang bang bang but I'm sure conscious as I'm probably sharing that there's probably a rhythm to all of that as well <laughs> that's available to us. <laughs> yeah, and the other piece that dropped in for me was, um, yeah, just a, a very fond memory because I'll go shopping with my son and we're literally just walking around like, you know, when my wife's getting a massage or something and he does what you described, Rudy. Like he literally, like, we'll just be walking past the store and he'll just stop and he'll just start doing these ones out the front of a store and he just starts bouncing and I'm like, and I'm standing there with him and then he he does this, right, which is fantastic. He's like, dance, bubble. And he calls me bubble, which is dad. He's like, dance, dad, dance. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> and, then, and then obviously he's my son and so I've got to like, you know, and I'm me. So I'm just like, all right, let's do it. So I'll start dancing with him and people are walking past and it's like, and then and I, and I can feel how weird it is for people and how beautiful the bond is touchwood in that moment that it's just pure love you know like my son's just feeling the love of the music I'm feeling the love of my son obviously I can hear the music and I do love music but it's the love of my son that's calling me back into play into animation anime, like play being a massive word that you guys have used again and again today um all of that to sort of say 
our relationship with movement changes as we get older. And I was hoping to invite this in at some point. Um, yeah, like especially your awareness around it, Rudy, as well, because um, they say, and there's this quote that I was bringing to today's conversation, which was um, we get we get older and we get older and stop dancing not because we get older, but we get older because we stop dancing, if that makes sense. So, like, we, I'm, I'm probably butchering it completely, but the sentiment is, like, we stop dancing because we think we get older and we're no longer able to dance. But the reality is actually we stop dancing and therefore we start to build the cobwebs and we start to get older. Um, just, yeah, and my son is also showing me that. But then also back to the story, there's, like, some social – so there's social boundaries towards moving and flowing and um, that in general public as well, like me dancing in front of a shop is also kind of like, what are you doing? Get back into line with like the social parameters of what we have. So just your awareness on our relationship with the social acceptance of movement, expression, play, fun, and potentially what are some of the in- inhibitory effects um of the way yeah lifestyles are structured at the moment yeah i'll start um so the first thing i would i already said it so i just re-articulate yeah restate it is that we're all dancers and we're all dancing if you're blinking your eyes you're dancing i think for most of us or let's say the majority of humanity we can walk so the first thing is thinking that when you're walking you're dancing and I would say that everyone has their own unique dance and their own unique walk. If you really just sit down, even at the park or even at the traffic lights and you watch the way people walk, if you really hone in on that physical body and the way that it's expressing itself in movement, there is a dance to that body. There's a dance to that person. And I think one thing that I've really realized, and I think... Um, Something really connected Junior and myself in the beginning when we met is that dancing was for us. It wasn't for somebody else. So we weren't dancing to try to show that we were good dancers. And we weren't dancing to to try to um, put on a show, even though ultimately as professional dancers, we were in performances on stage dancing for people. But we danced for ourselves. We dance for our own being. We dance for our own livelihood. Uh, we dance for our own sanity, if you will, to a certain extent. Um, and I think, as far as um, I think, as far as people tapping back into that idea of dancing, and, and you were saying, you know, if you as you stop dancing, then you stop living. It's just to say that all movement is dance, and if you can if you can approach it from a state of dance is conscious movement so are you conscious of the way that you're moving your body then you're dancing that's it that 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 is the bottom line are you are you are you aware of how you're picking up your phone are you aware of how you're brushing your teeth are you brushing your teeth with the other hand that all of these decisions are you like your son are you deciding to bounce up and down or are you deciding to run or are you deciding to lie on the floor all of these being conscious conscious um, decisions of movement and of being the dance um you know yeah i mean like i think dance is a continuum 
you know, it's not a switch that is on and off. It's not like when you walk in, you're, the, the dance is off. And when you're dancing or you think you're dancing, the dance is on. The dance is a continuum. It's always on. And the whole world is, is your dance floor. And so I think it's, it's beautiful what I really say because it, it doesn't create any gaps in people's mind as of like, now I'm dancing, so I'm a bit self-conscious. And it's in fact, I was already dancing, walking to the supermarket. Now it's just another expression of that dance that is, is mine to share and to express and to share with my child in your case. And so this is, you know, that, that whole continuum. Also, if you think about it, um, your body, our bodies, is an extension of our subconscious mind. Most of it, like mainly, is our subconscious mind. And so when we start like putting our bodies into specific patterns that we think like are acceptable by society, we are sort of also putting our subconscious mind in, in a box, like keep that pattern in that limiting way of walking, don't feel too free in your body, you might even feel very free in your subconscious mind and start, you know, creating amazing things in the Maya illusion reality, keeping this box of movement pattern because, you know, the, the patterns of your body are the patterns also of your mind. And so I think it's also like an invitation for true liberation of mind goes with the true liberation of the body. And I'll, I'll add something else. It's going to be... It'll be quite crude, but it definitely gets to the point. It's it's like the it's it's the point of um, the person was always complaining that they wanted new shoes, and they were complaining that they wanted new shoes until the point when they found someone who didn't have any feet. And it's the idea of you have your whole physical body. There are people who can only blink their eyes, and you see documentaries and. They, they're in love with life. You know, they can, they can actually write a book by just blinking their eyes. They, they use it as a Morse code and the translation is they're still in love with life. Even by having this simple movement, this expression of dance with their eyelids, that we kind of get to this place where we're like, oh, but I can't dance or, oh, but I don't feel in my body. You have the body. It's there. Go back to that technology. You know, you want the new iPhone. You've got the greatest technology that the universe has been spending billions <laughs> of years creating. It's like, whoa, it's a completely different level. But I think there's, there's, there's kind of like, especially in the way that we, that we teach, if you will, or that we're wanting to bring this awareness is also through, um, yes, by, by being very blunt and being to the point, because that's when you make it very real for yourself. It doesn't become just a psychological, okay, I'm playing games. I'm trying to think about what it means to be embodied. No, let's get to the point, right? Like you walk in, you know, <laughs> you're moving in space, you know, <laughs> you're breathing, <laughs> you know. Sometimes we like look down our bodies like it's like the neighbor downstairs. Like we look down from our head and like, hey, how are you doing there? It's like. No, it's like this is only like five percent, you know. Like the conscious mind is all this ninety-five from your neck down that is is running the show. It's ninety-five percent of who you are. Is is the unconscious mind is, is connect to that. Like that's a lot of life and energy available to you. What are your 
ambition is a really weird word to use, but um, inspirations is the word. There we go, found it. Um, what are your inspirations for everything you guys are creating with the flow, humanhood? Um, yeah, what's the invitation for people that are tuning in? Because I'm conscious at this juncture, um, there is so much around the body, there is so much around the movement, there is so much around understanding the mystery of the universe that we're in and just, you know, just the gift that being in a body really is. Um, and, yeah, your practical offerings, humanhood, your flow, can you tell us a little bit more about, yeah, either one or all or just, yeah, what your, what's your intention behind both of those things in your own words? Yeah, beautiful. Um, for us, like, um, something we share with the students, we, th- we say, like, the limitation is the invitation. So a lot of times when we teach um, movement, even it's like it's something that you cannot move your arm or sometimes we tell them to put the hands like on, on your thighs and just move your spine and see how much, like how much infinite possibilities there are in just moving your spine. And like what Judy was saying about blinking your eyelids, there's infinite possibilities already in that. And for us, the the limitation for us was a little bit before about creating dance productions as a way to entertain people that's how we started so you know the dance world is like you put this beautiful dance show and and people go and see it and and sort of you disconnect from your life um, and for us it was like we are here for a, a bigger mission. Like when we receive the word, as we receive our movement, the word humanhood, we understood that our mission was beyond entertainment. Our mission was about art for transformation. And so it was like, how can we put something on stage that transforms people, that creates an impact that then has a ripple effect in their lives and in who they are. So we started to introduce like, um, meditation like the last production we call it like dance theater meditation because we ask people to close their eyes on a theater <laughs> when they're thinking they're gonna come and watch dance and we ask them to close their eyes and go within because for us it's like the dance is happening on stage as much as it's happening inside of you are you listening are you tuning in is it as beautiful as what you're watching? You know, can, can you perceive that beauty inside of you? And, and so for us, like the, the path that we are in is to, yeah, it's like the art that we make either is on stage or on the ground. So in our dance productions or on the ground with people, now with not only like trained dancers, but everybody. And when we say everybody, it's like literally everybody or everyone who has a body. Um, our mission is to to impact and transform and, and elevate elevate our potential as humans. And I'll just add on that is that we don't. Um, I think it would be. It, I think it would almost be from the ego to state what that would look like. I think simply as as, as simply the the idea of raising consciousness is enough. And I think it would be it will be unique in its own individual expression. I love that. Back to what we were discussing before as well around how much you were describing we live up here, Julia. Um, even just the way we 
language it, right? It's like my body. And it's like, well, then who's me? It's my body. Aren't you the body? <laughs> you know? Um, and so, like you said, we're 95% up here and 5% down here in our awareness generally when we're not embodied. But actually, it's the other way around, right? Like 5% of us is up here and 95% of us is actually the body. As a engineer by training and background, I guess, for me, it was, you know, there's this really interesting fascination between what role art really plays in society because I think when you're in a, when you're living in today's society, I should say, um, and you've got something like engineering under your belt, you look at things from a utilitarian standpoint quite a bit and the utility of art is often lost on people with such a sort of disposition I would say and it was lost on me for a long time to the point where I heard you know individuals you know great philosophers such as Terence McKenna talking about it's time for the artists and the poets and the dancers and the musicians to rise up we need that the world has done enough left brain logicking we need more inspiration we need more right brain we need more um, of this I would love to feel into why you guys think the work you're doing is so important I think we've covered that ground but also right now given the state of the world as you perceive it um, and the place where the world is right now and why it may be so important to be embodied given the state of affairs Um, I don't know if it's important. Like, I don't want to say that it's important, but as Rudy said before, it's like we do it for our sanity. Like, we move for our sanity. We dance for our sanity. And for me, every time that I receive, like, an email or a comment or someone just coming and talk to us after the sessions and said, I never felt so grounded as now or... I could finally moan the loss of my husband or my period that was not coming for three years has come today. Like when I receive this, I'm like, that's why we do it. That's why we do it. Like if, if we can touch one person or if we can, if we can touch ourselves, like this is for us, that's the most important. And it was like um, a Zen massage, um, friend that we know and he says the way that um his zen master told him like the way we know that we did a good massage is one because we didn't get bored we were present we enjoy it and two because we didn't get tired and i took that on straight away because i was like the way i know that you know the show was great it's not how like if we had a standing ovation or if we know that a workshop went amazing it's not if you know, people came and they say it was amazing. It's about how much did I connect it? How much did I enjoy? And did I get tired or could I just flow with it? Was I relaxed enough that I could just flow with it all the way through? Because sometimes, you know, it lasts three hours, four hours nonstop. Um, with people who are non-trained dancers, huh? and everyone lasts. We had like, last time we had my father, who's like 66. Hope I got that right. 66 years old. And he was like, how am I going to last for three hours? Like we did this uh, workshop with Steve in Barcelona. 
um, organized by part of like the Mind Valley community. And he said, how am I going to last for three hours nonstop? And we went for it. We were rhythm, shaking, bouncing, moving, flowing, meditating at the end. And he was like, I don't know how I did it, but I, it just felt like 10 minutes. It felt like no time, basically. And so, yeah, that's how, that's how I know the, the workshop was great. I think in, in, in regards to the condition of the world today, I love that. I feel like it's going to be a recurring theme for, for a while. Um, for me, for me, it's about um, technology. So we've spoken about the technology of the physical body um, and inspiration. And I think from from what we're all, what I think sort of like the general consensus now is that more people understand uh, or have heard the word yoga and have heard of the idea of meditation. So it's already there as, a, as an entity of understanding that, okay, it's to do with standing on a mat and putting some positions, or it's about closing your eyes and, and, and going within. And of course, that, that is completely rudimentary, and we understand that there's um, several much deeper facets to even the word yoga and, and, and what it means to be a yogi and, and to practice yoga. But I think for me is that, it, that there's so much outside of us. There is so much. There is so much stimulation in w- that we can receive from literally the, the device that you're probably watching this thing on, <laughs> that we're recording this session on, right? I mean, just look at it. Oh, wow, that, that took some time and idea to create. Um, but it all came from, and this is what's great, all of these things that we can interact with all came from a vision all came from something internal, all came from someone's inspiration to to create or to even be inspired by an idea. And I think that the importance of what we do is, is to just, if, if it's the, the, the smallest of things, is the simple reminder that that is there. I mean, being inspired by yourself, being inspired by your your time on this planet, your your experience with your physical body, your expression of your physical body, and how much fun it can actually be. Um, I think it's it's to remind us that that is all. It's always there, and it's there as much as the phone that's always charged next to the bed is always there. <laughs> yeah, I mean one one thing that is very important in our work, like when we choreograph on stage, um, when we started, people were like especially, you know, programmers and like theater directors and sort of like, like these gatekeepers of, you know, the, the art industry, dance, dance industry. They were like, what they told us was like, wow, I'm fascinated how two such different looking people, you know, like female, white, um, shorter, with this black, taller, male, bigger, you know, how when you dance, you look like one on stage. Like, it looks like I, I can't see the difference. All of a sudden, you, you move as one flow, one, one force, one power, one movement, one breath. And that was like when we were transferring into from us creating duets to creating group work with five dancers, um, eight dancers, uh, even 15 dancers. For us, it was like, are we going to be able to translate that into a group of people? And 
now when we choreograph is about each individual is the whole but then the whole is also created by all each individual coming together so it creates like this sort of like moving organism that moves as one and we have people from taiwan uh, singapore seoul uk spain netherlands and and when they are on stage they look like one like one movement one flow one one connection and so for us it's like if we were connected to that like ourselves if we if we connect to our own body and the the power that lives that gives us life you know what are the decisions that we can then make from that place because the mind will always see you know we always see like i'm here and and you are there i'm this and you are that and when we observe from the outside but when we connect within and as I was saying at the beginning, we become that the whole the whole body of the universe, then there's no there's no separation. There's no if we take the idea of the hologram and the whole universe is a hologram, that means that I I can take a piece of it, which is my body, it's a piece of this universe, my body. And I can, as a hologram works, I can put coherent light like a laser, and then it creates the whole the whole of it everything we can recreate the whole universe from our body that means the whole universe is in potentiality within ourselves what if that coherent light is our presence our awareness becoming so present so coherent so one stream of awareness that it shines that coherent light into our body that then we're able to replicate the whole universe within us I know I'm I'm going a little bit too far, but that that's no, sort of like think it's, the idea. Yeah, the the visceral awareness of what you're describing as well. That even though we're many people being choreographed, then drawing the metaphor of life and eight billion people being choreographed in some way as well, um, and that we're moving <laughs> in one flow. Um, yeah, and that there's you know one primordial life force that we all draw upon you know um mm. in this collective experience um i don't think it's too far at all i think it's profound yeah it's really incredible the invitation that i feel both of you are holding for us to come into our awareness of yeah just you know it's that age-old Nikola Tesla sort of quote, which is a, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, come back to vibration, you know. Um, and I'm conscious as I'm talking to you, both, both what, what's been present for me is, yeah, just the awareness that, you know, even um, in Hinduism, Natraj is the, um, the god of, he sits on your tongue, so he's the god of, in many ways, speech um, and sound. Fundamentally, actually, it's more sound than speech. Um, but in common vernacular, we use it for speech. Um, but he's the god of sound in Hinduism. But he's not, he's portrayed as a dancer. He's always in dance, in his poses. Um, and it just comes back to, yeah, for me, it's just been super present in this conversation. Um, just how much our body is a mudra at all times, channeling energy a certain way. 
um and just the nature of okay like god is in the vibrations for us to be open to the mysticism and pick up on it and be aware to it but then also you know a whole portal is available through our bodies through movements through dance if we are willing to open up to it and be aware of it which i think both of you were reminding all of us to do um yeah quite profoundly and yeah hey you're inspired tribe i want to take a quick sec i wanted to share something today with you that is really dear to my heart and it's actually what keeps the entire ecosystem around the inspired evolution thriving my one-on-one coaching so it's basically coaching that helps you live a spiritually aligned life i coach people from all different types of walks of life that these people are leaders and they're looking to have an incredible spiritual impact in the lives that they're leading for themselves and then also lead in alignment to their values now you don't have to take my word for it here's a few people that have also transformed through my coaching and here's what they have to say Amrit is a fantastic coach. In a few sessions, he got to a depth that I'd only experienced before working with certain medicines. And He's gone through a lot of the struggles that you're probably facing. Then my corporate banking job wasn't really doing it. You feel like you're not making progress towards your goals. And Amrit's been a really strong, supportive figure in my journey. I'm more in control of myself. I'm kinder to myself. I actually have that vision and a purpose. I do feel like I'm a better version of myself already. Amazing energy. He was easy to talk to, which made me easy to trust him. Working with Emirate at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning and really I was bouncing out of bed. Whenever I get off the calls with Emirate, best money we've ever spent. <laughs> I would not recommend him because I don't want everyone to know about him and then I won't be able to book him. If he gets too busy, I won't get my turn. I would say absolutely. There's no way you can work with Amrit for a period of time without being transformed. So if you're considering him as a coach, do not hesitate because you won't be disappointed. As you guys can see, there's a lot of people all over the world from all these different corners experiencing incredible transformations. I don't think, if I can say humbly myself, that there is anything quite like this somewhere else online. Most people that you know have channels that you know grow and grow and grow don't really focus on one-to-one -one offerings. I have just found that it is the most profound space where you can bring yourself in a private container and really just share what's going on for yourself. And if you want to book in for that call with me, touch base, it's www amrit.coach forward slash life that's www.amrit.coach forward slash l-i-f-e there is a link in the show notes below to book in that call and yeah if you want to take your journey further if you want to dive in deeper and you really want to live a spiritually aligned life if it's for you please do check it out and without too much further ado once again for your spirit for yourself today's podcast for those that want to dive in deeper um i think this is a good time to discuss deeper um humanhood you guys are going to costa rica you're doing some cool shit sorry i shouldn't say the word shit um <laughs> but i'm excited um you guys are going to going to humanhood um yeah humanhood's going to costa rica tell us a little bit more about what's happening in costa rica then you're going to europe um what is going on for those that want to connect to your work what's the best way to connect tell us a little bit more about how we actually dive deep because this has all been quite neural um for our minds but this is an embodiment thing so for those that want to actually dive in deep into their bodies um, and experience that the invitation yeah definitely um i would say uh two places one's the website the other one's instagram so those two just portals um platforms in which you can experience the work that we're already doing the website's quite dynamic so you can experience some of our 
our productions and recordings, but also you can get the information of the live works that we're doing and the in-person workshops. So yes, um, Costa Rica uh, will be happening in March this year, uh, middle of March. Um, check out Instagram, check out the website for the dates. But this is going to be our um, our invitation to invite people who are non-trained dancers, but who are what we call cosmic dancers. So we call everyone cosmic dancers. And this idea is, is interweaving these two worlds of our, our background of dance and movement with mindfulness and seeing how we can create an environment and a journey and an experience in order for you to really viscerally tap into the physical body. So it's not just mind games, although we do prime the mind, but that you have a, yeah, something that's tangible, a tangible physical experience in order for you to experience. Experience in order for you to experience. And that will be continued in Europe. Um, we're also going to be all over the world performing as well. Um, so check out our productions. If you can come and see one of our productions, it's a beautiful way for you to experience our work from our artistic minds in, in how we're guiding you through this um, this journey in, inside of the theatre, which is our play box, because we've spent, that's our history as artists. We understand lights and we understand sound. We work with light designers, sound composers, dancers for sometimes up to half a year or a year even creating these productions. So they're really something special that we really like to share. Yeah. Um, or even if it's just a short workshop, um, there are always ways in order to, to, to tap in with us. Everything's online. There's, there's, like, we're just we're, <laughs> yeah. we're creative, so we're going to keep creating and creating and creating. And I'll put a link to all of that in the show notes um, on the episode below as well for people to just be able to access um, really easily. And yeah, I'm a little bit biased because obviously the podcast lives on YouTube, but guys, also link a couple of um, couple of the productions like Zero whoa um as a video on youtube was kind of like very well <laughs> um yeah totally worth experiencing getting a bit of a taste um yeah yeah as a bit of an immersive experience so i'll link that in as well um yeah guys i want to thank you so much for your time um the opportunity to be here to be reminded of so many potent reminders to be invited into so many potent invitations um, and yeah, just, uh, learning once again to, yeah, just really appreciate the gifts that we have to be alive through your work, um, again, and I can totally thank you for your time here and today. And obviously I'm going to do that. Um, and I am doing that, I think, um, but it's a lifetime's worth of work, you know, even Rudy, the baby <laughs> sort of mousing on the music and then stopping. It's a lifetime's worth of work that informs this conversation that we're having today. So we really get to stand on the shoulders of all of that um, between both of you. So just, yeah, wanting to take a moment to just acknowledge both of you for who you are, um, who you're being, who you're inviting us to be um, as well. And just, yeah, thank you so much for you and for the conversation that we've had here today. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amrit. And I think we want to share with, with your audience actually a little a little thing to try out, which is that, um, you know, every time, it is, it's a small thing that you can add to your life, but every time you breathe in, can you connect with the feeling, with the sensation that you are receiving a breath? 
And every time you breathe out, you connect with the feeling, the sensation that you are giving a breath. So as, as you breathe in, you're receiving a breath. And as you breathe out, you're giving a breath. So giving and receiving become this beautiful dance of oneness. I could feel myself unwind even as you were describing that, just being more present. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. Guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much, Amory. Thank you. I've never really podcasted dances before, you know, and then it was like just very 3D, like it was just so 3D, like dances. And then I started looking and I was like, oh, this is... And I love the fact that you call it cosmic dances, like when they're all cosmic dances, that I think is totally what your punchline should be, even if I can just throw in my two cents. Because, yeah, I think that describes so much of your awareness um, and what you're carrying. And I was like, oh, my God, this is such a great conversation to have. Um, because, yeah, I think we do all need the reminder of learning to honour our body um, and the movement of life in special sacred ways. Because... I think also just my own awareness and why I was so inspired for this podcast, especially given that, you know, the audience is slightly older than me as well, is, yeah, we watching just people get older and losing mobility, you know, and mm -hmm. we, we, we don't, we don't appreciate what we have until we lose it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's just, you know, having an inspiring beacon, like you guys, the Olympics, like, obviously you guys are like doing what you're doing your art to an incredible level and yet just the humility touch with that you guys carry it with is just so warm to receive and i was like oh my god i'd love to do this um so yeah just really inspired by what you guys are up to and, and also that you're making it so accessible um to people i think that's just beyond beautiful and genuinely grateful on behalf of everybody if i can be you're not that big relax your ego Emirate. <laughs> but i appreciate you guys my way of saying i appreciate you guys yeah yeah wow. yeah thank you so much thank you so much for tuning into this amazing episode of the inspired evolution without you the inspired evolution tribe this podcast would not be what it is today. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve. It's truly inspiring. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Inspired Evolution on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution's video podcast. We release inspiring conversations such as this every week, along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve. Honestly, your subscription on YouTube to the channel helps us out a great deal. And one of the other benefits, if you're having any insights or shifts from these episodes that you want to chat about, or if you'd like to leave myself or the guest a message, please do so in the comments on YouTube. I truly look forward to hearing from you. And as always, Tribe, remember to stay inspired and keep evolving. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.